0: this is ronnie with everything virtual and today we uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun uh, i'm here with eric Ter- terashinsky I, I pronounced your last name right right
1: yeah that was good
0: okay perfect yeah so eric uh he's from master indie so we've had him on the show before He's uh he's, he's the, the mastermind uh behind jet island and sword masters vr uh we had a blast having you on the show last time, and we thought you'd we'd bring you on the show to kind of, you know, talk shop, see what's new, and also discuss some of the new VR headsets that are out.
1: Awesome, yeah. Thanks, Ronnie. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. So I guess before we get into all that all that future stuff, uh, what's been going on with with Jet Island? You know, any any other updates that you've kind of been doing on the development side?
1: Uh, Yeah, I have a big update that's going to be coming out really soon. Uh, Mostly, uh, it's a big update for the Valve Index Headset and the Index Controllers. I want to make sure the game works really good with those and has full finger tracking and added a few more features to the, um, like, you can now reach down and physically pick up your hoverboard, uh, and when you, like, throw it, you, like, let go with your knuckle control or <laughs> index controllers, like still calling yeah. them knuckle controllers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that and um, also a bunch of new modifiers. So if you're a fan of modifiers in Jet Island, I added a whole bunch of new ones. And the most important thing I added is the ability to unlock multiple modifiers and combine nice. them. That kind of opens mm. up a new can
0: of worms, I would imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I would imagine that's something kind of hard to test for, too. Like, when you know that your people are going to be able to experiment with everything at
1: once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think if glitches are going to happen, it's going to happen in some weird combination of two modifiers. But the game kind of, I don't know, I, I like to just, like, I feel like that's a nice, like, groundwork people. If there are going to be some weird glitches, like... Yeah. It, you know, it's and experimental. I,
0: and I feel like in those circumstances, too, probably players will kind of figure out new things. Like, I, I'm sure yeah. you've messed around with a lot of different modifiers together, but players will probably find new ways of, of putting things together to do things that you didn't really <laughs> even expect, so.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: That's awesome. Well, that's exciting. And, and it's really exciting to hear about, uh you know, that the game's going to be supporting the the index. I, I have one coming, mm-hmm. so I've been oh, like, nice. hitting refresh on my... <laughs> Uh, on my on my my uh, purchase history on Steam, like, every day, just to, all right, when's it going to ship? When's it going to ship?
1: I know. I'm, I am so excited to get mine in the mail. I mean, I already have the Index controllers, so I've yeah. got to play around with those for a while. Um, but I'm really excited for the launch date of the controllers because I think that that's just going to be a time where, like what I'm doing with Jedi, where I'm going to switch the update over. Like, right now, you could go test it but you have to go into the beta and select Mm -hmm. testing. Mm -hmm. And then, um, but uh, uh, I think I'm hoping that there's going to be a lot of developers like me who are going to switch it over when they come out. And then there's going to be all these new games that we can play with the Knuckle controllers. Because it feels a little limited right now. I mean, uh, like, I'm I'm really hoping Blade and Sorcery uh, come out with an update soon. I don't know if they... I I've heard the developer talking about Knuckle controllers, and Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure... It's going to happen.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, there's, like, a lot of games where you're, like, the developer's, like, working on it, and they're going to, like, switch over the update, like, yeah. when they come out. So
2: no, that then is, I that think totally it'll
1: really sense. feel... <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I've got to use them, but the main game I've got to use them for is uh, Jet Island because all the other games don't really support them yet.
0: Yeah. No, that totally mm. makes sense. And, I mean, for yeah. most people, they're not able to, to, tr- to use uh, the index controllers in Jet Island, so... It's kind of, yeah, kind of like you said, I think everybody's been kind of working on everything to, to gear it up for the launch and it'll be really, no, I'm, I'm super excited. I I think more so than any kind of new content reveals or any kind of thing like (laughs) that. Like I've been starting to, to look down my steam playlist in terms of game. And now I'm going to add jet jet Island to that list of games that I, I know developers are working on, on index controller support for that, I'm like, I know this game is amazing now, I'm going to kind of experience it with this new set of, you
1: know, inputs it's going to be kind of cool, so Nice, yeah. yeah, the Index controllers are definitely my new favorite controllers for uh, playing Jet Island, they just, just the way you don't even have to hold the controller and the button layouts and the joysticks and and then just finger tracking on top of that just adds it doesn't do much to Jet Island, I mean, mm-hmm. I added a few features like picking up the hoverboard and I also added an optional feature uh, where, after you shoot the hook shot with the shoot button, you can just hold on to the hook shot, and then when okay. you're ready to let go, you let go with your hand, okay. kind of like Spider Man does. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I don't know personally. I I my muscle memory is, it just screws yeah. me up too much. But it's like an option. Some people might like it. It's, um, but just like just looking down and just having your fingers just that's what
0: i was about to say it's like it's less so like i mean i would imagine even in games where you don't need finger support technically Mm -hmm. just like the presence of your fingers being able to move
1: yeah probably surprising how much yeah
0: no so that i a hundred percent like i i can just imagine because you know a lot of times when you're in vr you're not necessarily doing something that the game like that Actually triggers something with the game. Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of just moving around, just kind of, you know, being there, right? Yeah. And and having that extra sense of 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 these are my hands and not just some in-game avatar. I think yeah. makes, makes kind of a big difference.
1: Yeah, I think I think you that's really well explained. I never thought about it that way before.
0: Yeah. That, yeah, that's, yeah we've we've done a lot of talking about this stuff, so
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it
0: makes sense, but yeah no I'm,
1: everybody's so hyped yeah <laughs> for the no bars. i'm
0: i'm so excited about it and, and like you said i mean i i know yeah like damon i think he has knuckle controllers as well and, and a bunch of people i've talked with but not as many people have the headset so it'll mm-hmm. be really interesting to kind of see once we get a chance like i mean most of the people that there's only a handful of people that have really messed with the headset itself
2: yeah so i'm
0: kind of curious to see what the the overall reaction is to, to the headset. And I'm really excited. I mean, I think obviously everyone's interested to see how the high refresh rate and the
2: mm-hmm. increased
0: field of view and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff will pan out. I'm also just interested in general to see what the comfort level is going to be like. Because I'm really yeah. excited. I, I'm really excited for a headset that I could potentially just throw on and and not you know worry. So like even, even with the Quest now, like it's one of those things I still feel the, the the front heavy weight of, mm-hmm. of the device and all those kind of things so I'm really really just like like you know I I'm in need of something that's super comfortable and I I haven't used any of like the band headsets like I I have the deluxe audio strap for my Vive right um, but that's about as you know that and the original Rift bands are probably the most comfortable headsets that I have and they're not yeah. super great so. So yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to personally just having something. I, I want to be able to stay in VR for longer periods of time and and not be bothered by it.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I really can't wait to see how comfortable it is. It's so funny because like having something comfortably sit on your face like is something we've as a human race have been doing since the medieval ages. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. <laughs> like, how how's that the part that so many companies mess up on? I, man, I, it's, it's funny
0: because yeah, like when you think about it, you're just like, I can like, I could just hodgepodge something that would probably take some of this pressure off of these places that are hurt. But I,
1: uh-huh.
0: I, I don't know if it's, if it's, if it's a problem of designing for so many different types of people at once.
1: Yeah, it's probably that.
0: <laughs> I have no idea, but yeah, yeah. I mean, either way, I'm looking forward to it. And my only, I'm just hoping that it doesn't get too hot. Not that it's going to get hotter than the other headsets, but that's like, besides just the comfort level for me, I, I, like I, I blast a fan in my face and all that kind of stuff, but I, yeah, I can't wait for the day when there's a headset that like doesn't make me like kind of, you know, feel like I have something on my face. Yeah. So, but we we'll
1: yeah. I'm not
0: sure that this will do that, but at the very least, if it's comfortable, then maybe that'll offset some of those things, so.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess they're already doing that with the headphones, where the you have headphones, yeah. but they don't touch you. Yes. So just,
0: yes, yes, So, Like
1: if they could do that with the whole headset somehow,
0: <laughs> dude, that would be incredible. No, but you're right though about I should like with the because the having like the actual physical headphones on my ears, it, that does add to the to the heat for me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it feels it just feels like I'm, I guess, under more pressure or whatever. Like I'm, I'm covered more so.
1: Like, yeah so
0: it feels a lot hotter and it's i've like
1: noticed uh, muffs. <laughs> exactly
0: like I- i've noticed with the um with the quest even though the sound quality isn't as good like i definitely prefer when pot like as-, as long as the experience doesn't require like high fidelity sound i prefer not having something on my ears just because yeah it makes a big comfort level dish. so like supposedly the the index is going to be the best of both worlds you're going to have awesome sound quality and you're not going to have anything on your ears so
1: yeah i can't I've, wait to yeah. out that audio
0: no i'm i'm super excited about that too so oh
1: yeah. and the refresh rate i can't wait to see what that feels like
0: exactly and i've started to notice i think now like with my brain kind of geared into the frame rate i've noticed games where i'm like oh like i could see how an increased frame rate might help in this scenario or like tracking small objects in vr as they move forward you know it move towards you or something like like a lot of ping pong games are this way where you can kind of see the ball skipping a little bit you know yeah like like, i think those kind of things are going to be Oh, i
1: didn't think about ping pong that would be interesting yeah i got to play 11 table tennis once i get the index
0: no that's totally a game i'm gonna i'm gonna throw in as like one of the first games i'm gonna try just because yeah like like specific controller support or not. Like, I'm just curious what the frame rate stuff will do there because I I would imagine just your eye being able to track the ball, especially in the periphery, will just be so much smoother, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, and uh, speaking of frame rate, uh, I don't have an index headset. I asked Valve if they had an extra one. They're like, sorry, we don't have any extras. We'll let you know if we have any. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but, uh, they were nice enough to personally test out Jet Island on a Valve index headset. Nice. Uh, I think both in one twenty hertz, ninety hertz, and I can't remember if they said they did one forty four, but they I was i I told them I was like, I just want to make sure the gameplay is still like, yeah good, and no weird glitches happen. And yeah, so they they confirmed that for me. So, yeah, the con- full controller support made sure that it's for sure working with the headset, so
2: very, good. yeah,
1: I, okay, I'm no, really. Good. I'm really interested to see what Jet Island feels like in 144. Uh, dude, I
0: would... Uh, yeah, no, I'm... Do you think... How easy do you think it'll be to run that? Like, did they tell you at all? Like, what kind of frame rates they're hitting and stuff?
1: Or? Um, No, they didn't mention anything about that. Uh, okay. But I do have in-game super sampling just right in the menu so you can change it. Yeah. Um, hopefully that'll help. Um, yeah. For the most part, Jet Island's always been a pretty... uh. Uh, low graphically demanding game, so mm-hmm. I think the higher resolution and the higher refresh rate, you know, Should I think there hard. might, hopefully, it'll be enough overhead. Yeah. Um, plus, I imagine. I mean, I, I currently have a GTX 1080. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm hoping that'll be enough for most games at the index, but. Yeah. might have to might have to upgrade which is crazy to think about.
0: See I'm in I'm in a weird spot because I, I have a 1080 Ti for my GPU mm-hmm. but my CPU is really old. Like I have a
1: I have okay.
0: a yeah I have a like it's a it's an i7 but it's a it's a 3770k. That's
1: not too bad.
0: No, but I I'm just worried that you know like in terms of like where it shows its age a little bit sometimes is like in games where I'm trying to push high frame rates. So
1: and, yeah. You know, like that, oh, do you record too while you play, or I,
0: you... I can't? That's that's the other thing is like I basically can't record while playing yeah. because it it really b- throttles it. Like I don't know, if because I I mean it's overclocked fairly decently, but just I think being limited to just like four physical cores and all that kind of stuff, and and I don't know if like like the IPC from back then is just low enough to where, but yeah, as soon as I like in any graphically demanding game, especially. Like anything that has, I guess, a lot, of, a lot of polys. When I, when, as soon as I hit like the streaming software, turn it on,
1: especially yeah.
0: in VR, it just all of a sudden becomes super framey and unplayable.
1: Yeah, I actually have the same CPU in my old computer, and that's a, I have it paired with a GTX 1060. Okay. But yeah, that it's kind of like plays pretty alright most games that aren't too graphically demanding and yeah it starts to get choppy once you do screen recording <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no and, and that's what like i said i don't know if it's just because of the like what, what's the what are what's the other cpu that you use like in your in your
1: system? Um, it's the the other really popular i7 the 7700k okay.
0: yeah 67 or 77 yeah like around that
1: it, yeah it, and it doesn't
0: have those same problems at all when you
1: uh, no, that one does pretty all right. Okay. Um, I mean, I know, like, right after I got it, all these crazy i9s and stuff started yeah. coming out, but, <laughs> uh, I think for the most part, people still say this one, like, is a really solid option for games. Okay. Uh, and, like, those i9s and stuff are more for, like, rendering.
0: You might have an 8700K, I'm wondering. Uh,
1: no, I, right think it. I think that came out right after okay, I got a 7700K. So 7700K. That makes yeah. sense.
0: No, that's what. Yeah, uh, all of those. I mean, for the most part, I feel like most of these high, like high-end Intel process. Like I'm kind of yeah. flirting with trying a like one of the new Ryzen chips, like that come out this next, like Ryzen two or whatever Zen two.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty impressed with Ryzen. I I built my brother a computer for video editing and put a Ryzen CPU in it, and yeah. it um, renders movies faster than my computer, which I think costs twice as much to build as his, but his still has more cores and renders faster.
0: Yeah, no, that's what, like, I mean, for most tasks, I think it's going to be better. Really, the question is, like, gaming, and for me, VR is just will it hold up like is, is the ipc for like each of the cores high enough you know but yeah i think i mean most likely i i would imagine it's fine i would imagine it yeah well but i yeah it's also hard like i guess there's not a whole lot of like information out there on how each processor or like runs in vr so
1: yeah i mean i don't uh, from a game development standpoint usually it's uh like, the gameplay and, like, the number of characters and the physics are usually all on the CPU. And then uh, the polygons and the visual effects and just the number of pixels on your screen, like, if you're doing 1080p or 4K or high refresh rate, that's all GPU. Yeah. So the nice thing about VR is that you can pretty much, like... As long as, like, your CPU... Like, most games, the CPU is going to be pretty much fine. Okay. Um, unless you're screen recording, then it's, like, you need a little bit of headroom. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, GPU, like, you know, you pretty much just slide up and down the super sampling setting until you just get all the way as high as you can go before you stop dropping frames. And Yeah. that usually will just give you the best performance right there. That
0: makes sense. No, and that's and that's a lot easier, especially with, like with uh, super sampling it's a lot easier than having to like mess with individual settings and stuff like
1: that yeah and, and yeah there's not really many settings you can do for the cpu it's all all the settings usually just affect your gpu's yeah. performance yeah
0: yeah no i mean for me it might like you said it's usually not a problem especially because whether it's vr or like when i'm traditional gaming i usually uh, game in 4k because i just mm. have it hooked up to a nice. game. like yeah so so, like, in any of those scenarios, it's usually GPU-bound. Yeah. So, so I don't have to worry about, like, I, I'm, I'm worried about GPU settings to maintain, like, a, a Fluid 60 or something in it in a game.
1: Rather yeah, than a 4K game. is demanding on your GPU.
0: Exactly. So, but it's like, yeah, since I don't have a high refresh rate monitor, I don't have to worry about those high refresh rates. And, yeah, I, w- I always just wonder, okay, if I, if I kind of flipped the tables and I started worrying more about high frames rather than high resolution would my cpu become a bigger problem but
1: hopefully uh, I it's I, I mostly still gpu yeah yeah hopefully we'll
0: see we'll see i
1: mean i guess mm, i guess what it comes down to is are the games that you're playing is there something going on in the background mm-hmm. that like the cpu is getting like Uh, Like, if if you were to remove the GPU bottleneck and put, like, a Titan in there or something, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, the CPU, what would the max it would reach? Like, if you're getting 60 frames per second now, maybe your CPU just has enough headroom to reach 70 or 80 frames per second. Yeah, So if you get a crazy GPU, then, you know, it's not like you really can go up to 120 because you're limited by the CPU. Yeah. It's like, leapfrog bottleneck game.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No,
1: well, but every every game is different, and there's usually some some adjustment you can do in the options. So it's not <laughs> bottlenecking's yeah. not as scary as. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, no, I I agree. So yeah. no, I'm I'm just gonna I'm curious on what the kind of balance is gonna be with the like most likely we won't have to mess with any of these things, and it'll just like work the way you want it to. But yeah, mm-hmm. like when I get the index, I'm just curious like how much like is it going to be is it going to pay off to just have it set to the highest refresh rate possible all the time and
1: like yeah whatever
0: frames you get yeah or like am i gonna want to set it a little lower or am i gonna like i don't know like we'll have to see based on but e- either yeah. way i'm so excited just to like have something new and awesome to try out so.
1: yeah and and just the fact that it's being made by valve and, i know and it, if the if the build quality is as good as the knuckle controllers, then it's gotta be great.
0: Dude, I'm I'm excited and I've I've actually heard that like the final version of the knuckle controllers, like there's a couple of places where they beefed it up a little bit. Like, oh really? Yeah, like I mean not like anything major or anything, but like like and you have it with you, so you'd be able to yeah. explain better than me, but like there's I think there's like a little piece that the like strap attaches to that can like rotate. Oh, right. And I think they replaced that with, like, metal or something, like, maybe before they were using, like, a different material. Let's
1: see. Let's grab one here. Yeah, just there, there was some
0: part that I heard that they that they um, made a little bit firmer.
1: Okay, The yeah, the part where it, like, twists... Yeah, I, maybe. Mine's metal. Okay, so, so maybe, maybe, it,
0: maybe it's the same then. I don't
1: know. But, yeah. But yeah, no. I've seen pictures, and, like, they definitely looked... Like I think it was like the EV2s, like right before I got mine. They did look a bit more plasticky okay. than the ones I've received. So no, yeah, it's hard to so tell.
0: Bad. Yeah, but <laughs> I either way, no, I'm. Being. Yeah, and 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 what's that? Because uh, I think the the knuckles controller, like the the prototype one, like is does the strap use that same like microbial like? Uh, I
1: think so. Um, so.
0: Yeah, like how does that how does that stuff feel? I
1: yeah, I really like it. It's um. I would say it feels pretty similar to the fabric on the quest. Okay. Um, but um, the the squishy side that goes on your knuckles, I actually haven't really paid attention to this before, but that's actually really nice. It's just like I don't know, only like two millimeters, but like it's really squishy. I never mm-hmm. really like paid attention to how squishy that is. That's is nice. That, is that the
0: part that like goes over your forehand or?
1: Yeah, and okay. I've from what I've heard the padding on your face and the back of your head is going to use the same material.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So that that's why I was kind of curious what the what the ones on on your controllers f- feel like.
1: Yeah, I think it feels a little bit softer than the fabric on the Quest okay. actually. It's like it's like similar, but I think this is just a touch softer okay. and then squishier for sure. Okay. Way squishier. That's cool. It's like memory, not memory foam. More, well, maybe
0: kind, like of, kind of, a little bit, because it has a kind of a give like that, but like
1: yeah, a little halfway between memory foam and almost a little bit jelly. Okay. Like a gel insert you put in your shoe or something maybe, but okay. no, maybe, but still kind of like memory foam. I'm not sure what's going on in there, but. <laughs> huh.
0: And, and yeah. with, with the with the controllers, like, what do you think about the button placements and all that kind of stuff? Like, I know we talked um, about the letting go and like grabbing right. the finger stuff,
1: but I think it's pretty good. Um, it I think everyone's gonna have different hands. I think. Uh, th- I mean, there's only one adjustment on here, but I don't know if they had ten adjustments, I think it would probably be too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I guess you kind of just got to figure out like how it fits best on your hand. Like, I think spot number two fits best for me and then if I put my hand too far into it my thumb's too high so I gotta like mm. but once I get it right it feels pretty good and I don't know like um my my thumbs are pretty long so like the actual spot of my thumb that I'm using to press the button is kind of like uh lower down on my thumb like you know how like when you have your thumb on both the A and B button at the same time yeah uh, it kind of feels like that, but, like, so it's, like, just lower down on my thumb. So I can totally press both buttons. Yeah. But I'm not pressing them with the tip of my thumb. I'm pressing them with, like, the base of my thumb.
0: Yeah. No, I know what you mean. So. I guess, I guess like, in general, like, having these versus the Vive ones where you didn't really have any of those like, oh, yeah. traditional buttons is, like, a huge.
1: <laughs> it's amazingly better than the Vive ones.
0: <laughs> and that's what, like, even just having joysticks again, like, I'm kind of curious how eventually the default you know mapping is going to work and everything because i i mean from what i what i hear right now i mean they're still mapping to a lot of the the vibe one stuff Mm -hmm. But it it almost seems like it's more it has more in common with the oculus touch controls than it does so i'm curious how that stuff will go forward like with in games that don't you know natively support the index controllers if you'll be able to easily kind of swap over to which default control system you want to use.
1: But, yeah. Um, I think there's always going to be some games that are just like from two years ago where the developer uh, just doesn't have time to update it or something. Yeah. Because also when you wait like two years to update, like it's hard to go back and update one of your really old games. Cause it's like in like an old version of unity and an old mm. version of steam VR. And it's like, it's mm. a, rebuild a bunch of stuff and I don't I mean you know uh, hopefully a lot of developers will still be able to do that for the index controllers but there will definitely be games that just don't get an update and uh, those games like I think the default controls is let's see like the touchpad is still just like the touchpad and you can go into the steam controller binding menu and sometimes depending on the game remap the touchpad to the joystick. Okay. Uh, but depending on how the developer programmed the game, it might n- be made for the touchpad and like mm. the choice, like, I don't know. I mean the joystick, you can, uh, detect whether or not it's just being touched. Okay. Uh, or you could like maybe change it to a click if you wanted. It's kind of like, like hold the joystick forward and click would be run mm-hmm. or something like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, uh, um, but, you know, you still have the touchpad on there that you can use like normal. Uh, and then I think it's either the A button or the B button is mapped to, like, menu. And then the grip button is you just squeeze the force feedback on, like, the finger tracking part. So it's, it, and then it plays, it does, like, a little vibration in the controller. So it it's sort of like when you press the keyboard button on your phone and it does a little vibration yeah to so kind
0: like of it, let you know that you triggered like that action
1: yeah so okay. yeah squeezing the grip and also the touchpad does the same thing too like when you yeah, i guess it's like it doesn't physically click in it just vibrates when it when you click it hard enough okay. so it feels like you click it so yeah i
0: know what you mean like with yeah. the, the 3d touch on an iPhone.
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah. so i think valve kind of like they almost created yeah like fake buttons where to make it work with the old controls
0: that makes sense and ha- how does, i mean in terms of like gripping and letting go and all that stuff like once you get used to it like how intuitive is it compared to like actually having to use an actual trigger button
1: um for or the games that to...
0: a grip button i should say oh yeah
1: yeah uh for the games that support it uh like for example hot dogs horseshoes and hand grenades
2: mm-hmm.
1: um such a big difference <laughs> it's so so much faster to not have to like pause and think okay i gotta toggle the grip button <laughs> and and like in like an intense firefight and stuff you like will accidentally press the grip button and yeah it's so much like it, there's one less step like you just like like with a shotgun or something like you put the shells in and you just grab it and pump it and like there's it's not like you have to like, okay, I have to, like, click the button, now my hand's locked to it, now I can pump it, now I can shoot. It's just, mm-hmm. you just do it, and it just feels much more, much more intuitive, and I think for people playing VR for the first time, it'll be really nice to not have to, like, with the vibe, uh... There's so many games where picking up something and dropping something like a sword or a gun. Yeah. You click it once to pick it up and click it once to drop and that's so unnatural.
0: Yeah, it's really finicky too. Like sometimes you yeah, you're just like you're not grabbing at it from the right angle or you're doing like and it just kind of like wonks out of your hand a little bit or
1: like, Yeah.
0: No, I I know what you mean. Like cuz I'm I'm trying to think of like there's a lot of times in games where like trying to pick up something from the floor where your hand is physically like, like, let's say there's a gun on the floor. So you need to go and actually physically kind of pick it up, which your brain tells you just to like, try to kind of open your hand and pretend like you're, you're grabbing it with your hand. But then like you have to press the, the, the grip button instead.
2: Yeah. actually
0: get to it. And then you have to, yeah. So, and then, and then if you want to switch hands or if you want to do anything like yeah. that, like that stuff, then it's like, clicking that grip button again with one and trying to click it on the other one where the gun is like on your other hand properly. And like, yeah, I can get kind of ugh. Yeah, like, we're definitely used to it at this point, but I can remember some of the early days of playing like, you know, certain like shooter games and stuff where like just fiddling around with stuff. And so like, once it was in your hand, you were good, but yeah. fiddling around with stuff was kind of annoying. Yeah. So, and that's, yeah. And yeah. and
1: I think things, like you were talking about earlier, how, like, a lot of things you do in VR don't necessarily make, like, a difference. Like, it's not, like, something the developer put in there that was, like, this is, like, part of the gameplay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But more of just, like, you're just there being there, a human being. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a, I think, like, you know, maybe the old Vive controllers with the grip button, like, Maybe it was okay doing something really simple, like just put the magazine in the gun and, like, rack it, and, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. But, like, now, like, in the middle of an intense firefight, like, you know, people are, like, shooting at you and stuff, you, like, can, like, reload your gun and then throw it to your other hands and, like, pick up your gun with your other hands and, like, um, or, like, you know, set a gun down, like, re-rack the other and then pick up that gun again. You can just, like, do... These m- more complicated things that you don't think about in real life, because you use your hands all the time. So switching things between your hands is something that everybody knows how to do. Mm-hmm. So now, like, yeah, there's like nothing stopping you from like being more like you are in real life.
0: Yeah, no, that's what that's what I'm super excited to to get a chance to try. And yeah, I'm just in general, this this seems like. The next, you know, stage of of Steam VR, which like we all got into it because we were super into the Vive and really what Valve was doing, so
2: mm-hmm. to kind of
0: see this as kind mm-hmm. of the next step in what Valve and and I really can't wait to see. I mean, everybody out there can't wait, but uh, I I really am curious to see what Valve themselves end up doing with the hardware that they created. Yeah, because you know, hundred percent. Like I I mean. There were, you know, some of those, like, I think it was a couple years ago by now, like, uh, interview with, with Gabe Newell and, mm. you know, some of the other folks over there, like, in the actual, you know, the, the VR uh, team that were basically saying that this is, like, their opportunity to develop a game kind of similar to how, you know, Nintendo and Miyamoto would develop, like, the N64 controller around Super Mario 64. It was kind of like they, they had an idea of what they wanted their game to be like, and then they, and then they they created the hardware around the gameplay stuff that they were going to be be implementing. And Valve was using that same language when they were kind of talking about how creating a VR system would give them the opportunity to design hardware around game mechanics that they themselves were excited to implement in their own titles. So, yeah. So I'm I'm curious to really see like okay like the stuff that made it into the into the Index controllers and the and the, and the headset and all of that, like, what are, how do they, how are they going to use that in some of their in, in-house titles? I'm, I'm excited to see what those are going to be like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I really can't wait. I mean, if it's anything like the quality of the lab, except yep. they, except, you know, the lab, it looked like they kind of threw it together in a really short amount of time. And yeah. Like, they've been working a, a, yeah, that was, what, that when was that interview like, two years ago?
0: I, I It was longer. Like, I, I went back recently and watched it again and was, like, kind of a stop. Like, I want to say yeah. it was short. It was almost shortly after the Vive came out. Like, it was sometime in early 2017 wow. or something, I think. Like, when I when I saw the date on it, I was like, that is really close to when the Vive came out. Like, it, it, was, it was closer to when the Vive actually released than it was, like, ne- where we are now. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah, so like to think that they've been working and they were already like I mean they were already sending out knuckles prototypes I think at that time. Like yeah. like they had already been working on 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 what eventually would become the index controllers and who knows like you know what they were doing in terms of like creating games and software and that sort of thing. So yeah, I'm I I mean they've been working on this stuff for a while and the fact that they that they released the headset you would imagine things were going according to plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it,
1: yeah. Because I don't,
0: motion. I don't get the, the feeling that they release the hardware, like, I don't think Valve releases hardware for hardware's sake, if that makes sense.
2: Hmm. Like,
0: like I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but like with the, with the Steam yeah. controller, for example, like in the Steam boxes and before that, like when they were uh, kind of venturing into, you know, kind of like, trying to turn the PC into a console kind of thing. Like all of those stages where they were like, all right, we're going to jump into the hardware sector. It usually seemed like they had like a software problem or a thought, like something in mind, like uh, some kind of user uh, experience in mind that they could only uh, like counter with their own hardware. You know what I mean? That
1: makes sense. Yeah.
0: Like, like, okay, if, if there's already hardware out there to solve for this problem, then people can just use that hardware and we'll supply the software. But then when, when there was like a specific problem or a deficiency or people weren't doing something right in an area that they felt was critical, then that's like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll do our own thing in this limit. Because like, cause even the index, like it doesn't sound like right now it's going to be like hugely mass market available or anything. Like if, right. <laughs> so so I, think, I think that's them like wanting to get hardware out there for the people that really, really care about it. Because they know they're going to be releasing these games that, like you know, people will want the best hardware for.
1: But, yeah.
0: I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm just excited. So, and I know, yeah. and mine's supposedly coming in the mail, so I can, I I don't have to worry about not having one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. I ordered um an extra sensor because I want to be able to sit down at my desk and stand up that playing sense. VR.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. I I'm just using my same old two from the Vive. So which, oh, okay. which like I I don't know. Like I, I debate whether I should have gotten the new ones just because like where I have my play space area kind of shifted from where mm. I initially installed the sensors. Like I, I mounted my sensors on the walls. Yeah. And like over the course of the last three years, my living room kind of shifted. Mm-hmm. So now like I, I, ended up like kind of pivoting them a little bit, and it seems to pick up the new area fine. But like I always wonder if like okay, maybe I would get slightly better tracking if I like had moved them. Or so it would be nice to have the the two sensors, just because supposedly they have like a wider field of view and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and I, I heard that they're even more accurate. Yeah, I, don't know I if heard that's that too. for sure.
0: I I, I ho- mean, I hope
1: so. It'd yeah, be impressive because. I heard the... the that, yeah. No,
0: go
1: ahead. Uh, 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 sorry. <laughs> um, I was just going to say the original five base stations were already, like, yeah. sub-millimeter accurate. Like, it. Like I, I think you have to get into, like, a weird position or something, or really... Yep. I have my base stations farther apart than is recommended. Yeah. But they still work. Yeah. Um. But there's definitely times where I can tell only one sensor can see me and the controller's like... yeah pretty close, but, like, if I'm, like, aiming with a sniper rifle, I have to kind of, like, wait a second for it to, like, re-lock on and get yeah. better. But, yeah, I'm no, interested I'd, to see uh, yeah. for that, like, hardcore, like, sniping and stuff how the new sensors. You,
0: yeah, I bet for you it'll make a big difference then. Because, yeah, I, I used to have a setup, like, it, I used to have my sensors set up where they were a little bit further, like you said. and I And, yeah, it sounds like these, the distance is quite a bit longer. So I bet you, you yeah. can... I bet you can just mount them or put them wherever, like, the same spots you're doing now. And I bet you it'll it'll work just fine, like, out of the box. Because, yeah, like, no, I, I'm with you. Like, mine, I mean, still, like, to this day, the the Lighthouse trackers are the most accurate for me, like, by far out of any, any of the other systems. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, I've heard some people say that, like, that with the new ones, like, m- micro jitter is slightly decreased. And I mean, that, oh, okay. those are things, But uh, I mean, we're getting to the point where things are so precise that like, even when I'm like looking at my controllers, it's probably as much like my breathing and the movement of my hand mm-hmm. as it is like the trackers actually see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like how my hands aren't like aren't certain <laughs> steady already so
1: oh man i remember when the vibe first came out and people were watching videos of people playing scary games yeah and they'd look at the video footage and be like man that controller tracking is terrible it's shaking all <laughs> over the place like no that person's just literally shaking <laughs>
0: that's really funny though that like I, I remember when i first got it like i was so amazed by how how uh, accurate they tracked that like i would just like i would practice like. Throwing my like not throwing
2: yeah. but, like,
0: tossing my controller in the air and catching it in VR you know
1: yeah like,
0: I'm like so look how accurate this is I can catch it I can just like I can use my my virtual eyes to catch this t- controller in midair yeah
1: I'm like when you first got your vibe did you like poke your controllers together <laughs> oh yeah.
0: all the time like sometimes you would just kind of stare at them or like like definitely like a an a, like a trick I would do when not really a trick but just like a show-off thing when I would be showing people VR for the first time, I would always start with the controllers on the floor. Mm. <laughs> so I'd be like, yeah, you see those controllers over there? Go pick them up. Yeah. And I'd see their mind get blown. Like,
1: what? That's a good idea. Yeah. I never thought about putting them on the floor. I always, <laughs> like, I, I stand a couple feet away from them. I say, yeah. come take the controllers from me.
0: And that's a good one, too. Because <laughs> that also, like, when they see the controllers floating there, they, they're, like, a little bit freaked out at first. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's actually a really good but yeah, so no, I'm excited to I've been telling like some there's a there's a, a few people here and I, I'm traveling at the moment, so I'm away from my PC, but I'll be back to it next week. So there's there's like a group of people here that I've been like I go back and forth between a couple of cities and I okay. used I used to always bring my, my PC with me and I always bring all my different like VR headsets. So I've been telling tons of people about the index that that's coming and yeah. everybody like it, it, like legitimately, like, so these people, like a lot of the the people I've been showing it to like just pictures and stuff. Um, they legitimately love like trying out the VR stuff, but they haven't been as excited about a new VR headset as they have been about the index. Like when I, like mm. when I, when I told them about the quest, they thought that was cool. Like, and these are more like probably hard, like, like one of the guys, he has a gaming PC. The other guy okay. doesn't doesn't really, but he like plays a lot of console games and stuff. So he's okay. he's into games. So so these are like mostly like people that are into games already. Um, yeah. But so so they always love trying out the new VR headsets. But when they saw like what the knuckles controller, like what the index controllers look like, and how they strap onto your hands and how you're able to you know like pick up and let go of things, and they've seen some of the the video demonstrations online of like bone works and some of those other titles that people are working on and yeah they they like can't wait to try out the index like it's yeah. just like man as soon as you get it like you need to bring it over here or we need to come to you or like so <laughs> i think there's definitely like some of the things that are being done with the index have the potential like they definitely like just on paper look like like okay this is like a different level of vr than what we've been messing around with before, you know.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so that's exciting. It's exciting to see people like, yeah, like like one of the guys like he doesn't have a VR system right now, and he keeps on wanting to like jump into some stage of it. Like first it was like, should I get a Rift? And then then it's like, well, the Rift S and the Quest are coming out. Okay, maybe I should wait a little bit. And then yeah. But but now he he's kind of like all in on like, man, if I'm gonna go in, I should just get an Index. <laughs> so, so I mean, obviously, there's a wait list now and all that kind of stuff, but
1: yeah, but yeah, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. No, it's so so. That's cool. So I, I I feel like people are getting excited about VR again, kind of like you know, at least yeah. on the enthusiast level.
1: Yeah, it it's it's an exciting time <laughs> right now. That is for sure. Yeah, it's so weird because it does kind of seem like. The VR market was, you know, the way it was back in 2018, 2017. It was, like, just PC. I mean, that was really it. Um, Mm -hmm. And I guess there was the Oculus Store and the Steam Store, but, you know, you could just take your Oculus Rift and play it on the Steam Store, so it was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, PC VR. Like, you know, people didn't think that much about it, I guess. But now, with the Oculus going in the direction of the Quest, Mm and spending less effort on the Rift. Yeah. And then having the Valve Index go all in on the high-end enthusiast VR. Like, it's like, I feel like they're totally branching off in different directions. And,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, it's interesting to see that I feel like there's going to be two new types of VR people. Like, the people like you described are excited about the Valve Index, and we're thinking about the Quest, but we're thinking if I'm going to go all in, I'm going to get the Index. Mm -hmm. And, like, it does kind of feel like, I don't know, I was so excited for the quest, but some of that excitement has, like, died down Mm. for me recently because I've kind of come to the realization that it really is just a portable Mm -hmm. headset. Like, it's amazing that it's portable and we have full room scale, but I don't know. I feel like that headset physically has so much potential, but the way Oculus is, like, really limiting what games can get on there, and, you know, I, I worry that it's just going to be a uh, a casual headset only. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. if
0: No, because that's what, I mean, yeah. I agree. Like, I mean, right now, anyway, like, I've been having a ton of fun with the Quest, because, like I said, I, I'm traveling, so
2: being yeah, able to <laughs> so not...
0: Yeah, like, I, I didn't have to bring my PC with me, and I can just easily... I can very quickly throw on the headset and just play. So like I found myself playing VR more often in the Quest just because I can I can access it anywhere.
1: Yeah. Like it, like me a, too.
0: yeah, like it, when I'm, you know, like before I had the Quest, I'd have to be in my living room. So I'd have to like make sure that I was at home. And I'd have to make sure that like the living like for me, I live in an apartment. So I'd have to make sure the space was cleared and I wasn't share like having to share that space with like my wife or my kids or anything at that moment. So like in general, there were just more limitations. Whereas now if I feel like playing VR and there's a space off to the corner, I could just throw it on and go. You know, like those are that those are those are the things that I've really benefited the most from. But I still, yeah, I've been a little bit surprised in terms of like i found myself playing the simplest games the most in the quest. Like,
2: like, Mm.
0: like, and I'm not the kind of person that like that when I'm at home, for example, that I'm just like in beat saber 24 seven or like, I, that's usually not me, but I found myself playing those types of games a lot more on the quest just because of the nature of like, Oh, I have 10 minutes. That's why I'm using my quest. You know, I, yeah. like, Like, whereas Whereas the experiences that I'm more excited about are kind of the more long in depth, like, 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 like a jet Island, for example, where you can just go in there and kind of mess around for long periods of time and really like, you know, like do something, you know, like play like yeah. a real game. And I, yeah. I feel like that's like, I don't do that as often in the quest as right. I thought I would be doing. And so I kind of feel like to some extent, some of those longer, Like I'm more excited to like, I'm super excited to go and try those kind of titles when I get my index, because Mm -hmm. all of a sudden now that's where like the fidelity and the tracking accuracy and like, not that, I mean, the quest has really good tracking accuracy and I, I, I will have to get used to uh, being tethered a little bit more since I've been wireless, like the last two. It's
1: hard to go back to. And,
0: and, and that's the thing. Like the other thing, like, I mean, I hope, good wireless solutions come out for the PC stuff. But, like, just in my experience, like, none of them were... Like, I always had issues with either getting them to work properly or, like, I could feel some latency that bothered me. Mm. And, and, and not so much in terms of, like, like, oh, I'm a snob. I can tell there's some latency here, so I don't like it. No, it was more like I would be in the headset for a while and I would kind of feel a little nauseous and I'm usually oh. never... Yeah, and I'm usually never nauseous in VR, right? So then I'm like, hmm, well the only the only thing added here is the wireless. So maybe I should I should turn that off. you, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. So so, the, the, the... so that
0: was me like before. And so obviously with the quest, like you kind of have the best of both worlds. So yeah. and I mean I'm I'm hoping down the line, like who knows what the 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 frunk on the on the front of the uh, hmm. the index is exactly for. But yeah, if at some point there's like a a good wireless solution to that headset, like I'll definitely check it out, but yeah, I'm, I'm still like, I'm, I'm definitely more excited about the index for kind of the more like in depth kind of hardcore experiences. And then, yeah, for the, the more simple stuff, I think the quest is great and it's amazing, but yeah, it's kind of like it, it, it gives you access to the types of stuff that we've been like for people like you and me, we've, been experiencing vr you know like with six degrees of freedom and all of that for for several years now and so after the initial impact of wow i can play this anywhere like it it is providing us with something that we've already had so
1: right so i can see and almost like an even like simplified version of what we've already had because the game selection at first it felt amazing. And I was like, yeah. wow, I'm really impressed with this launch. Yeah. But then after a while, you're like, how many of these games are really like deep and interesting? And yeah, like, well, I don't I know. I agree. No, I'm, just,
0: I'm you with know. you. And you no, know, in I certain games,
1: experimental games, like I want like somebody to make like a game like blade and sorcery, but like, yeah, I don't know. I the have the version.
0: <laughs> I haven't, I haven't tried it at all yet. Um, is, have you tried this, what is it called, um, something, like, it's not Blades of Gargantuan, it's something of Gargantuan, do you know what I'm
1: talking about? Yeah, something Gargantuan. No, I haven't tried that yet.
0: The only reason I mention it, because I haven't gotten a chance to play it either, but it looked like it could potentially, like, it doesn't look like it's, like, super, like, as physical-based as Blades of Sorcery or anything like that, But but it looked like it was, like, legit, like, sword combat, and it looked like it supported uh, co-op, so yeah, I'm oh, interested yeah. in checking that out. But but I don't know, like I don't know what people have said about it yet or anything like that.
1: Yeah, know. yeah, I haven't had a chance to check that out yet.
0: But but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm definitely excited about it. Like I am excited to see if more people can get it. Definitely isn't much e- like it's uh, the lower entry to bar- like the lower barrier entries. Uh, make it much easier for people that don't know what they're doing to just jump in yeah so so again like it's you kind of in my opinion you kind of have to look at it in a per- from the perspective of like who is this for and then yeah and so maybe it's just it's just for a different audience but it's
1: right it's,
0: but it's kind of a bummer that like i i'd, I'd want to see it like yeah there's no reason like you are saying why to some extent it can't crossover both like and, and I guess that's a good transition to talk about because I know you had to make a decision like first you were mm-hmm. looking into getting Jet Island onto the quest is my understanding and at some yeah. point after kind of you know going through the approval process you made a decision not not to move forward with that
1: um I didn't really get into the approval process yet uh okay. the farthest I got was I emailed them a couple of questions and okay. I like I I really Before the drama really started happening, I emailed and asked him, I was like, uh, hey, if I have like an actual finished game on PC, do I really have to do a three slide show presentation? Like I feel (laughs) I feel bad that like you're not looking at this thing that I spent two years working hard to create and you're just going to look at this like homework assignment thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just didn't feel right. And they when they emailed back they said, "Oh, we if you do have a game on PC, we will 100% check it out okay. and take that into consideration." So I hope I hope that is true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cuz I hate the idea of games being judged on a three-slide presentation. Mm. Like it's just I don't know, that really, that, like, annoys me the most. Like, I don't know if that's standard for any other, like, people talk about Nintendo being strict or PlayStation VR being strict. But, I I mean, I don't have experience with those two things, but I don't know. I just didn't expect Oculus to be, I don't know, I, 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 when they said it was built on Android, I thought it was going to be kind of like that. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, just with an Oculus skin mm-hmm. and... And you know, I I, when they said we're gonna be more strict, I assumed it was gonna be kinda like how they were strict before with the rift, but just Mm. more of that. Mm Because before when they were strict, they were strict with um very objective things. I mean, wait, no. Yeah, objective things Mm -hmm. such as um they had like a, a program that physically measures the frame rate and like determines if you have dropped frames or something. Mm -hmm. Um, They want, like, to make sure when you hold down the menu button that it re-centers your view, uh, that when you take the headset off in a single-player game, it pauses the game automatically. And they had, like, some, you know, a bunch of requirements like that.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. And, like, I had to go back and fix a couple of things uh, because, like, I didn't have it so that it paused the game when you take the headset off because I just didn't, think that was necessary but they're like nope that's a requirement i was like okay fine. it was causing some weird bugs but i eventually got it working um so i assumed it was just going to be more like that but just a longer list of requirements but then when they're like uh when they announce like yeah you just submit your three slideshow presentation we'll judge your game based off of that and tell (laughs) you whether or not to even get started working on it i'm just like what the hell this is What's going on here? Like,
0: yeah, because that's kind of. It almost sounds like it's more of like a broad level, like determination on whether they just think that that experience is something that they're interested in, like being part of their, their platform. I get like, because because at that point, like, I mean, like I'm not a developer, but I could probably put together three power powerpoints. points
1: you know what I mean <laughs> right yeah like
0: like like I, I'm not sure that like that tells them much about whether the game is actually something that is of quality or not but
1: I know yeah and that's like another thing like I heard I, I can't remember if it was like Jason Rubin somebody like I can't remember if it was in his most recent tweet or another tweet but he said something about he's like you know Uh, He's like, I just want to clarify. We judge games only based on quality Mm. and not on concept. Mm. And then step number one, submit your concept. Yeah. Like, what is it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, that is confusing. Like on one hand, like it's not. It doesn't sound like it's difficult to provide them with that. But on the other hand, like like you said, as someone that he that already has like a, a a game that's been fully developed, like it seems it seems both unnecessary, but also just, yeah, it seems misguided if that's, if that's the, if that's the approach, like they could easily like, yeah, like you were saying, like in, 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 in the situation with jet Island, like if there was something more specific about your game that like, rather than like, I'm, I'm just trying to think of why providing the slides and thinking of like an overarching, like, concept reason for why it fits on the oculus like what like i I just don't know why that would be necessary but
1: i don't know yeah i don't get it and like i don't know a lot of people when i talked about this a lot of people said like oh well what's the harm it should only take a couple hours to make a slide so but like to me it's more of like there's just so many signs of this situation doesn't feel right and we don't know what's going to happen a few months down the line. Like we don't even know if indie games are able to make it onto the quest store. Like, you know, we still have yet to hear of what's going to happen with to the top, which is a high quality game that officially got denied, even though they ported the entire game over to the quest and it was ready to go. Man.
0: See, and that's what like, I I could imagine like if, like what happens when you get that initial approval of the concept like you you submit your your slides it gets approved you start work on it supposedly and then yeah after spending like x amount of hours and weeks on something then potentially it not ever seeing the light of day like that would be really right and and yeah. i don't know and i don't know how how common that is already in the gaming world like on consoles or like i i don't i don't know how the, those things work personally but Yeah, given especially given how it's worked before. And it seems like in general, like even with I I get the idea that they wanna curate the system and they wanna keep it like let's say they want want to have a more console like approach to the quest, which I I mean I've heard both ways like I've heard that that's not what they're necessarily like they're not trying to lock it down as much as a console, but then I don't I'm not really sure. Um, yeah. but, but let's assume for the sake of argument it's you know like even similar to that like my understanding is still like on even on like with uh, even on the xbox like they've they have like ways that you can get indie games on there in a more easy fashion and like they
1: yeah.
0: they differentiate like I, I i'm sure that that oculus has thought of some of these things and De- they definitely have like smarter people on their payroll than me, but like you would, you would think that there would be a way to have like, like a separate storefront, like ne- like within like e- worst case scenario within, within the Oculus store, you could have a section that was more experimental and make the requirements for getting like, make the requirements more objective based for that section, like you said, so that like on paper, there weren't any like hard requirements for the hardware that weren't being met by these titles. But then especially like if people were willing to put stuff on there for free, like look how much
1: yeah. the,
0: the VR communities gained from, from the openness on the PC side. Like you would yeah. think that you would want all that type of exploration on the quest. And as long as people, like you were saying, like with the Oculus store on the PC side, as long as they're meeting certain objective criteria for it not like breaking the user experience for people that like won't know what to do if it freezes their con like freezes their their headset or something then then you would think like if something's for free I mean if it's not amazing if it's categorized as something experimental and cat and they're not spending 30 bucks on it and they know that they're kind of just messing around with something you would think that that wouldn't really hurt people's experience but yeah, yeah, I
1: don't know. Yeah, There's just it's just a big guessing game. Cause also yeah. I kind of think that maybe they're not allowing the free games, or you know, I I've thought about like yeah, what if they had like an indie section or something, yeah. or or I've also just thought about like what if they did just let like all the games on there, but you know they curate it and just like all the staff pick titles just are way up at the top and you really have to dig down in there before it starts suggesting these indie games to you. Uh, But, I mean, or maybe it doesn't even show up in the store front at all, but as long as you can type in the search bar the game you're looking for and get it, then that would be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, I feel like there's so many people that complain, like, there's so much shovelware. It's like, you know, What's what harm is the shovelware doing being there and you not playing those games like
0: especially if you have good ways of like like I I can imagine a tab that like in no way interacts with the other tabs so like like let's say that there's a section that's for experimental or free indie whatever like whatever you want to call it I, I'm not sure and and even then like I don't know if certain indie titles like if you could still like you know offer them for a certain price or whatever, but let's just ignore all those details and just whether that's fair or not. Um, I can imagine a scenario though, where you could have all that stuff on there in some capacity and then not impact how you're marketing or, or showing off like the other titles and in the the other sections of the store, like, like for your average consumer that doesn't dig down into menus
1: Like,
0: it would look exactly the same as it does now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the Steam store needs to do that hardcore. Well, I don't know. They need to have it be, like, automatically generated, and it has to be fair. But I don't know. But with the Oculus store, I think the reason why they, like, they could easily do something like that. But I think one of the big reasons why they're not is because the quest is the headset that you show your friends and family because it's just so portable and easy and user-friendly and it's like the headset that like you know I, i've i've had tons of friends and family ask me over the years like is there like a headset that doesn't require a pc like yeah. around two or three hundred dollars that i could get yeah. it's like well, here's the Quest. It's $400 and doesn't require a PC and it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be the hot new headset and like demoing it. Cause I think people are going to be like, for $400, they're going to want to try it with their, f- or try their friend's headset before they buy one themselves. Mm-hmm.
0: Like,
1: I think that's just like the magic of the Quest is sharing it with people.
0: No, I, I agree.
1: And I and think, no, I think, yeah. a- oh, sorry. I was going no, no, to no, say, go uh, I think Oculus is just, terrified of people demoing the wrong games to people and rightfully so because i mean i I, i've demoed vr to tons of people and i have lots of experience choosing which games to put them in and explaining to them how to play but i've still made mistakes I, i put somebody in blade and sorcery and she had a ton of fun fighting the people, but then afterwards she took off the headset and I, like, kind of forgot the game had smooth locomotion. Yeah. And it just, she was nauseous the rest of the night and it ruined ruined her evening, so yeah. it felt really bad.
0: Yeah. No, so I'm, I think, yeah. that makes sense. And I, I, I've i had those same kind of experiences. And, like, on that side, like, I'm just curious. I wonder if, if the quest, like, on that front even does enough, though, to, like, bring, like... Like you were saying, I I think the combination of having an experienced VR user demo the quest to someone is like a and and show them all the right software is like the perfect way to just, you know, lead to like a new purchase and potentially someone that's new into VR or whatever. Um, but like I, I question whether like I wonder how easy it would be for someone that didn't have someone guiding them through it that was just like new to the whole the whole process, if they would be able to find what they're looking for on the quest, because I I know mm-hmm. like some of my friends like I've I've kind of from afar like one of my friends picked up a quest, and I I helped him pick out a, a few games after he bought it, but I wasn't actually there with him to demo demo it or anything. Like he had he had tried the the Vive at my place, and that's kind of what sold him on VR. But then like you said, because he didn't have a PC, and this guy was definitely really interested in it so he knew from day one okay i'm not ready to get a pc but i definitely want to get into vr ronnie recommends me that i wait for you know the the quest to come out so i'm gonna so he was like you know he was keeping tabs on everything until it got announced and then without me even reaching out to him he was like hey i see you. they just announced the quest like should i pre-order one like blah, blah blah and i was like well yeah if you really want and then that, so he did all that so so I haven't been involved like hands-on with him with his quest you know he went from not using VR regularly at all to purchasing it and one of the things he said like when the quest came in the mail and he got it up and running and he was able to, to do all that stuff great like the, tu- the tutorials do a really good job of, of getting it set up and it's so mm-hmm. easy. but when it came when it came to all right now we're in the store. I mean, for him, like, all of these titles were kind of meaningless. Like, I mean, sure, mm. he can go and look at, like, the one review or the two review. Like, at the time of launch, there weren't, there wasn't a whole lot of feedback on a lot of the content, you know, there. Right. And, I mean, one of the things, like, like, I tried my best via text to just say, hey, these are, yeah, I, I'll recommend these three or four titles to you, and here's why. And when I did that, he was just like, man, thank you so much. Like, I was really kind of, Not sure. Like I was lost trying to figure out what I should get or what to purchase or because for a lot of people, they don't I think like they don't really get that, like that you could try something and return it or they're not used. Like for your average people out there, like we take for granted how used to buying digital software we are yeah and being it like and just looking at a list of a bunch of pictures and like clicking on them and reading descriptions and decide like based on those deci- those descriptions deciding whether or not this is okay or not so i don't know for him yeah it still was kind of like a little bit so i'm I'm kind of curious long term like how many new people will get with the quest and then also how much software people with the quest will actually like be able to find and purchase easily all that sort. Of. So, so I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe that's just some of Oculus trying to do the best they can to to make it easy. But like I said, even on that front, I think that there's still um, ways that you could do it to make it to make it better.
1: Yeah. Like, I I hope they're just waiting until after the holidays, and they're just like, okay, now we can ease up a little bit. Yeah. Like now that everybody has it, everybody knows that it's good. We can ease up a little bit and let you know, maybe let some of these indie titles on and yeah, just you know, push them, push them down into the store. I wouldn't even be mad if Jet Island got onto the Oculus Quest and they're just like, I don't know, maybe they don't like promote it in the store, but as long as somebody can like search for it,
0: yeah,
1: and buy it, like,
0: yeah, because then, like, I think there's a big, I mean, to be honest, there's all almost probably a doubling of of your potential sales there because if someone likes like someone like me, I like Jet Island on the PC, but I'm traveling and I don't have access to my PC, but I have a quest. Like right there, if I want to play Jet Island, I would instantly try to pick it up on the quest, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, and, yeah I think it, it's such a good fit.
0: Yeah. I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of good titles out there that I wish I had access to like portable.
1: Yeah, so. well, it may still happen, but probably through side loading. Yeah, that, that's I'm, actually,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: No, go ahead. I was just going to say, because that, I mean, that'll just allow me to do it faster, because I won't have to worry so much about Oculus perceiving that Jet Island has quality. I can just focus on making it quality in the sense of, like, I know what Jet Island players like. I hang out with them in the game. They tell me all the time things they like and things they want me to add and the types of gameplay that, like, they want more challenge and, like, you know, so, you know, I'm making the game for those people, the players who I get online and I play with and I interact with the community and, like, they tell me they like my game and they support me and, like, those are the people I'm making the game for. So I don't care what Oculus thinks is a good game. I'm just going to make what I think is a good game.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and so that'll allow me to focus faster and not waste my time on things that may or may not add quality to the game. And, you know, I think, I think if it's for free and it's on side quest or side loading, um, I think people will be a little bit more accepting of being a little rough around the edges here and there. Um, but as long as the core part of it is like, cause what I'm thinking is like, like you said, how the headset's so good at playing for five minutes. Like I want, like, I want to, I have to, to get to run on the quest. I have to make the world smaller and like break it up into uh, chunks, like levels. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be a lot of fun on the quest to have like, individual obstacle course levels where you know you start somewhere and there's a finish like a flag or a finish line or something and it's just like can you get there um and maybe there'll be like some other levels too where you have to fight some enemies maybe some boss fights but uh at least like thanks yeah that would that would be the core of it at least like because uh, making an obstacle course like that would just be level design, like yeah. pretty much there wouldn't be too much new programming involved, just yeah, just trying to optimize it, get it to run really smooth on the quest. And uh, yeah, I just think that would be a lot of fun. So, like, yeah, like you're in a hotel room and you're like, let's do a couple levels of Jet Island. Let's see if I can beat that level that I was stuck on. And, yeah, you know, oh, that, that, like, that sounds understand. like a lot of fun. Well, yeah cool. so i might i might still do that i i'll have to find time because i'll have to do it for free but i yeah. still want to because it just would be cool and the quest is such a cool headset the way it's yeah. like portable and stuff i want to put something on it i can't i you know, can't just completely ignore it
0: and I, I mean i'm i'm just happy that right now we have an alternative like side quest like because
1: yeah,
0: yeah I, I started using SideQuest and it's it It's super easy and super intuitive.
1: Yeah, and still have to go and make a developer account though. I know that's a little. I hope they change that. That's so dumb. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean that. This is, I mean, honestly, like, and give give Oculus credit for. I mean, with the like, with the revive stuff too on the PC side, like. Yeah. at At some point, they decided to allow that stuff to happen, and I feel like they didn't have to, but they did, and that makes life for people like us so much easier. Like. Like when I get my 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 index, I'm gonna be some of the some of the coolest content is honestly in the Oculus store that I'm gonna be trying out too with 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 the index like
1: like yeah, Robo Recall on the index would be cool.
0: That's what and like and like again like the the controllers mimic the. The Oculus Touch controllers enough to where I feel like it'll be a a pretty nice like match, you know? Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm looking forward to a lot of the titles that they they curate being able to play it on the other system, and they could have locked that stuff out if they really wanted to, but but they don't. And with the side quest stuff, again, like like for yeah, right now you have to go activate developer mode and all that kind of stuff. But in all honesty, compared to like most of the stuff that I've done in the past. Kind of hack up systems. It's pretty simple.
1: Yeah. And,
0: and then and then you're yeah. able you're able to load all kinds of cool like like the other the other day I I saw that in SideQuest they had Tuscany. And
1: so oh, yeah,
0: Tuscany VR. Like I, I don't know if you're familiar, but
1: <laughs> yeah, that like, was the DK two. Yeah, demo, wasn't exactly. <laughs> so like
0: like just jumping into that was super cool. Like I I downloaded Quake VR and some other stuff. Oh,
1: and I, I gotta to try mess that.
0: Around. Yeah, so there's a lot of really cool stuff and I, I haven't had a chance to check out Pavlov yet, though. I, I understand that's eventually coming to the quest. Um, like,
1: I hope so. Yeah. Proper,
0: but, but that's what I was going to say. Like the fact that there's at least now that like right now, there's a, an alternative way to get a game onto the quest. I feel like in the scenario where someone like you puts the time and effort into getting something working on the quest, if it's not going to be approved by Oculus, now there's at least some assurance that people will be able to play your game.
2: Like yeah. That,
0: that's kind of at least something because like, I can only imagine putting in all that work and then like not being able to have to let anybody jump into the game. Like if, if Oculus denied your game, then no one's going to get to play it. At least right now, like if, even if, even if something got denied, you would be able to upload it through SideQuest, and then potentially, maybe, maybe you develop it, maybe you you go through that whole formal process of getting something onto the quest. Uh, this at least gives you some reassurance. Maybe it, it ends up being in the storefront. Like maybe maybe they yeah. love the idea of Jet Island being broken into these these little like courses or whatever, and it gets approved. But in the meantime, your backup plan is you know letting people
1: enjoy it in side quest if it doesn't work out Um, yeah yeah i think maybe maybe i'll kind of just like almost like early access it on side quest Mm
2: -hmm. because
1: also with it being free and on side quest i think people will be more willing to be like you know i only made 20 levels so far and there's still a couple glitches but it's playable you know i think they will be okay like more coming soon like and You know, I think the way I... If I'm going to build it for SideQuest versus the Oculus Quest store, I think how I would design it is going to be a little bit different. But, I mean, potentially, the what I would make for SideQuest could be polished up into something that'd be good on the Quest store.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, I don't know. I guess we'll kind of have to see, like, what, what Oculus ends up doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just in general, I feel like the reason this scenario is coming up is because like you said the hardware is so cool like the quest has a lot mm. of potential hardware wise but then but then and and potential that can be utilized similar to more of the hardcore VR systems you know like the the legit v, it's like it's real VR
1: yeah but and on, like all those yeah. uh, demos or the the how you can walk around your whole house and i've heard so many people say that they want um an Oculus quest game that maps your house to a video game world.
0: (laughs) Dude, that would be amazing.
1: And I, I actually figured out a way of sort of doing that with the built-in chaperone system or no guardian system, the built-in guardian. Um, I made it, it's, I just made it out of cubes and just a couple lines of code. And, um, but I, I was able to create, uh, rough environment that maps to the shape of your room and um as it can even go down hallways as long as it's at least like a i'd say like a six foot wide opening so like if you were to take this to i don't know like an office building or something Mm -hmm. like there's so many places you could like set up like a world and like i love the idea of like just physically walking around and exploring a place i was thinking it'd make a cool horror game so kind of like oof that would be really
0: (laughs) freaky no because like as soon as you start moving around like that you completely lose your sense of this is not real like yeah like when when you're moving like that and you can you can completely forget like where you started and you're still just moving around and you're still in that world that's just so cool (laughs)
1: And and what's really cool is when when you map out the environment to match up with the Guardian system, like, I don't know if you've ever, like, just seen how far you can walk with the quest, like, where you, like, set it up in a big room, but then you, like, kind of stick to the edges so you can see the Guardian and you walk, like... So, basically, like, if the environment's always there and you can, like, look across the room and see a wall without it being that blue grid... And, and like know that you can just like just walk there. Like if it's like I don't know, ten or twenty feet away, you can just straight up walk, be like, I'm gonna walk there.
2: Yeah. And
1: like whereas with uh if it's just the Guardian system, like uh like if you're walking around in the main menu and stuff, just seeing how far you can walk, you tend to like walk very slowly with your hands in front of you so that yeah. you you're waiting for the blue grid to pop up again. Yeah. But it's so freeing to not need the blue grid. I
0: agree. I, I, I kind of wish, like, in, in some of the, even the titles I have, I wish there was a way that I could make it less obtrusive,
1: but... Yeah.
0: Cause, cause, because I am playing in so many different... I mean, I know it's there for safety and all of that, but, like, I... On the PC side of things, I usually turn my, my chaperone system pretty down. Like, I, I... I usually use developer mode or whatever. Like, I usually make it just, like, the outline on the floor, and I... I do some other things just so it doesn't get in the way If like my elbow gets in the way of the, of the, of the system. And yeah, I don't want the lines just popping up all the time, but, um, but yeah, like I, there are certain types, like certain rooms that I'm in where I, I totally wish I could just walk right through it and, and still be in the VR world, but
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's fun. I don't know. That's what, see, so like, you see, I, I feel like these issues are coming up just because there's so many possibilities with the hardware and people really want yeah. it. Yeah. Like, with the Go, you didn't see this kind of, like, you didn't really yeah. see people get that upset about it or anything. Like
1: No one was this passionate about the Go. <laughs>
0: no. So, like, so that's an awesome thing in and of itself. Like, they hit a home run in terms of, and the, the tracking system, like, the, the inside-out tracking on the Quest works really great. I mean, yeah. I never have any, like, I mean, the, the off chance that you, like, put your hand on your head is, like, really the only time where I ever noticed, like, any kind of issue whatsoever with it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think, yeah, there's so much rate, well, I guess it's all died down now, for now, <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: but, uh, yeah, there, like, a couple days ago, I made a post on Reddit, um, and, that was probably a mistake. I basically said what I what, what I explained earlier about how I don't want to bring Jedi into the o- official Oculus Quest store anymore because I just I it's just such an unknown yeah. that I don't want to just jump two feet in and start putting all my time into this and then find out later that it's not what I thought and it does just, just doesn't look good right now. I just and and just I don't know just the way they're treating developers like they apologized for to the top at the very least.
2: Yeah.
1: But I don't know. But anyways, I I, I tried to explain that in a post. And the first 50 comments were people, like, supporting me and just being like, "Ah, oh, this is a bummer, but I understand. I hope you do make it for SideQuest, or I hope maybe you can change your mind one day or or do get a chance to bring it to Quest. And But, like, after, like, 50 comments, like the trolls started coming in and like, it just became super toxic. Like it was like so much hate, like people just being like, you know, Oh, your games. A-. Like clearly they didn't play jet Island before, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, they're like, your game's a piece of shit. We don't want it on the Oculus quest <sighs> store. And like, oh my god, like I they're just saying all these things. Like, why are you so angry? Like, shouldn't you be happy that you're like, oh. or like, shouldn't you just see that game and just be like, oh, I don't really care much for those graphics. So this doesn't affect me. I'm going to move on with my day. Like, yeah. 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 Like like I don't like I can understand people getting angry that the games that they want aren't getting on the Oculus Quest store, but I don't understand the other side where they're getting angry at no. people who want these games on the Quest store. It's like
0: Yeah, like you said, those know. those kind of people are just trolls. Like I wouldn't even yeah. like really like I wouldn't even connect them to like one camp or the other, like those people I feel like are just going to jump onto whatever cause they can to try to create any kind of, you know, conflict. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's sad. But yeah, I mean, that's just the internet for you, I guess. (laughs) And I guess that's one of the things that like, as you get more mass market, like I think one of the things we take for granted sometimes is just how amazing the VR, the real VR community actually is. Yeah. I
1: think you're right
0: cuz cuz real like i mean whether whether they're whether they're developers that have worked mostly with Oculus or whether they've mostly worked on Steam VR projects or you know most of them have done both or like everyone in the VR community from my experience they're, they're just so like open to talking with people and so cool and passionate about what they're doing you know yeah and that's and that's a thing i guess as this like becomes more and more mass market you'll trickle in more and more of these people from the outside that just don't get it
1: and, yeah because uh, yeah, how could I guess you, that's a good point
0: because how could you be into vr and not get the like this is this is what vr this is where vr comes from you know this is like what fuels this this hobby yeah like, it's all these awesome games that and people experimenting and like the fact that you have all kinds of different experiences out there like there's kind of a like there's, there are different experiences for all kinds of people. And that's what makes VR so amazing,
1: you know? Yeah.
0: So like, I, I mean, it's like the wild west, you know, you can mm-hmm. kind of do anything you want. And as long as you're making something good, you'll find the people out there that appreciate it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. there's So many new possibilities. It sort of almost feels like, imagine if video games like just nobody thought of making a video game until we had the technology we have today and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> a jumping off point of like oh my gosh like this amazing world of like I feel like that's like what VR is like right now yeah. like it's we we have like all of a sudden we have all this technology mm-hmm. and like but like with regular video games we've had like 20 30 years to like evolve that into its like final form yeah. and it's really really hard to make a new game that's never been made before in on a on regular non VR but in in VR like almost everything is yeah. at least different in one way because usually yeah,
0: yeah. I, I mean as long as the hardware lets you do it like the physical hardware like the controllers and the headset like I mean there's so many possibilities that, the technology allows for already. Like, like I can imagine in the early days of video games, like you, your imagination kind of filled in the blanks for a lot of things, but like the technology could only be taken so far. Yeah. I, but right, even I mean, even from like ground zero where VR entered the the frame, like in a really like super like exponential fashion, we went from like not having VR to being able to do lots of things in VR, if you can like wrap your head around how to make it work. Yeah. So that's like, you're totally right. Like the, it's almost like right now, the possibilities are almost endless as long as you can think, come up with like a creative solution to a problem. And I I think that's like one of the common threads that I've noticed from interviewing so many different people that work in VR is that usually the people that are attracted to VR are like either like super creative or super into, like, hard problem solving.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Like, a lot of the people that are attracted to this line of work right now are people that, like, they're up for the challenge and they're willing to think outside the box and really do something special, you know? And, And, like, this is, like, the perfect medium for those people because they can leave either traditional games or their day job or whatever it is where things were kind of, you know, fairly linear and 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 come into vr and all of a sudden they can kind of go in any direction and and come up with cool things so i don't know it's exciting i'm really excited (laughs) i'm really excited for for the index for sure and yeah it's it's interesting to see like kind of this new kind of divide between you know the the more casual portable uh, six degrees of freedom vr versus like the the more traditional pc vr but at the same time it's amazing that we can do it in both places and now we have side quest and all these ways of hopefully you know hopefully it'll just be a stopgap measure before like you said um hopefully like more experimental stuff will be able to make its way onto oculus quest in the future but
1: yeah um, yeah i hope they ease up and
0: yeah people find a way i guess one way or the other it seems like the vr community finds a way
1: yeah <laughs> so that's true all right maybe well, SideQuest will just become really popular we'll see
0: that's what i mean who knows like I, I think so. it's i think it's up to oculus honestly like it's one of those things like i mean they know SideQuest exists so i mean if they wanted to they could let that software be uploaded but like so i think it'll be up to them to decide whether they want to kind of embrace some of that stuff or whether they want the users that really care about it to kind of take it in its own direction yeah who knows where that stuff could go in the future but like i said hopefully they're cool enough to to let it be and let people experiment and as long as there's a way to do it then i think people will continue to do it so
1: yeah for sure
0: all right well (laughs) yeah we've we've been talking for a while so thanks so (laughs) much for 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 jumping on the podcast
1: yeah definitely
0: and uh yeah for people interested in following you uh following Uh, jet island and and how it progresses both on the pc side as well as quest like what's the best way for them to reach reach out to you
1: um probably the master indie youtube channel so if you just search up master indie um uh that's where i do all of where i upload the uh videos talking about the new updates of jet island and stuff and i'm i haven't made any official announcements yet but i'm I'm thinking I'm gonna start trying to do like maybe a weekly live stream. Okay. Where um, I like what uh, uh, the developer of Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and Hand Grenades, uh, Anton, is doing.
2: Yeah. Live
1: streaming. Um, it's just I mean he just uh, is like working on the game, just turns on his computer and lets people watch as he's working. Um, so I was thinking that'd be fun. It'd also be like a good way of like you know, maybe adding some fun new features. Just uh, in some experimental stuff and um, I don't know I, I used to do live streaming in the past and I want to get back into it so I might start doing that on the YouTube channel
2: Okay.
1: Um, and then if you want to join the Jet Island Discord that's a really good place to get in touch with me I'm uh, back on there uh, and then of course there's the Steam store page and the Steam discussion forums for the Jet Island game
0: Okay, awesome. And for people that have indexes coming, uh, will the game just hopefully, knock on wood, auto-update like around the release? And we'll be able to... All right, awesome.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah. I should have the update um, auto-enabled, so I should just download without you even having to do anything uh, a couple days before the uh, index starts shipping. Uh, But if you already have index controllers you can just go to right click on jet island go to properties and then go over to the betas tab Mm -hmm. and then select testing from the drop down menu and then you'll go into the uh, the new update and uh let me know if you run into any bugs anybody in there because i'm uh trying to get all the bugs out of there before i auto update it for everybody
0: okay awesome well, yeah, no, please go, go and do that. Cause that's like, I, yeah, I don't have controllers yet, but I'm like, it's definitely going to be one of the first things that I open. So.
1: <laughs> thanks. So,
0: all right. Well, cool. All right. Well, uh, take care. Best of luck uh, getting everything working before then. And, and maybe I'll, I'll, I'll see you over there pretty soon.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. thank you so much. And thanks again for having me.
0: All right. Take care and everyone have a great day.